Hey everyone, welcome to the Fit CFO Show. I'm Amanda Hanquist, and together with my husband, Sean, we wanted to start this podcast so that there was a place where our audience can learn from some of the industry's best fitness professionals and to also give online entrepreneurs a place to learn financial success. We have years of experience in fitness and specialize in finance, and together we hope to bring you the best of both worlds. We'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. Today, I'm bringing you Haley Barron with Core Wellness. This busy wife and mama of two is crushing it as a female entrepreneur. She moved back to her hometown and started her business five years ago and has not looked back. I am so excited to bring her story to you today and to also hear about the benefits of massage therapy. As you know, I'm a huge believer in massage therapy, but also the important tools that she has discovered as being a busy entrepreneur. Let's welcome Haley to the show. You've got kids, you've got a husband, you're busy. You are now this entrepreneur of five years and they say, once you make it past that seven, like you're, you've made it, you're almost there. So I know, um, I personally believe I've been an entrepreneur long enough to believe that if you make it past the three-year mark, I think you're good. As long as your, your values and your passion still aligns with what you're doing, I think Mm -hmm. you can make it. Yeah, absolutely. What made you want to get into massage therapy initially? Honestly, I have no idea. It was a random thought. Um, I was actually, I right out of high school, went to Lincoln, went to the university there. I didn't really vibe well with Lincoln. So I moved on to Omaha and went to UNL. Um, I just could never really find anything that I was interested in. I was taking classes, but it was just like, I wasn't passionate about it. I was kind of just going through the motions. I have never really been a great student to tell you the truth. I'm very more like hands-on. That's how I learned. That's how I've Mm -hmm. always learned. And for some reason I was going through like my own, like body image, like fitness journey. Yeah. And I was like, huh, massage therapy school. That's cool. So I was a junior at UNO when I decided I'm dropping out in November. So middle of the semester dropped out, moved back to Grand Island for a couple of months, went to buckle and worked. Cause that's where I'd worked through high school Sure. and was like, I'm just gonna roll with it. I guess be a college dropout and yeah. start massage therapy school, January of that following year. So pretty quickly. So you and did, was, you did the thing. <laughs> I did the thing. Yeah. And oh my gosh, thank I goodness. Love it. I feel like you parents. and I could get along really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I mean, honestly, like I, I moved back and people are like, Haley, what are you doing? And I'm like, Nobody else you know, has not to understand. Sure. Nobody yeah, else has to get like, it. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think I'm going to be good at this for some reason. And we're just going to roll with it. And I mean, I graduated Dean's list from massage therapy school. So like I was, I mean, so good at it. I was aligning with you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that was a year program and went through that, loved it, but knew that I wanted to, what's cool about like massage therapy and quite frankly, like any, I uh, like healthcare, I guess, thing in Nebraska, like you have to have continuing education. You have yeah. to like, want to keep improving. And that was one thing that at the end of massage school, I was like, okay, like you have the basics, but where can we go from here? So then I really knew that I wanted to specialize more in like therapeutic stuff. Um, I don't love yeah. spa work at all. Um, I, my first job out of school was actually like working in a spa and it just was sure. not my thing. Yeah, And I like the, I like the fix it work. So I just kind yes. of 
like got into that and started taking classes that kind of aligned with that. And now like here in Grand Island, I I do a lot of deep tissue work and kind of Mm -hmm. fix it work, but I specialize in barefoot massage. So yeah, I saw that really my thing. So yeah, I love it. Um, so you stood out to me because you emphasize on this word called holistic, which to me mm-hmm. means you've got to look at the whole picture. You can't just, Absolutely. it can't just be one focus. And that's why yeah. I talk a lot about the whole picture, body, mind, and spirit. It all has mm-hmm. to be aligned. It all has to be working well in order to, in my opinion, really be happy. So how like explain that to me in your um, line of work and specifically like when it comes to massage therapy, what you mean by holistic? Yeah. So I think really what holistic means is like you said, looking at the whole picture Um, for me, sometimes I have a regular clientele now that I'm not really accepting like a new client, um, always willing to help. But with my current clientele, there's sometimes that they come in with issues Mm -hmm. that I can't figure out. And I'm like, okay, I'm not you know, I'm not going to try and figure this out for you because I think it's way beyond maybe my education or whatever that is. So let's like, let's go to a chiropractor. Let's, you know, let's pull to an occupational therapist. Let's look at other professions You're not and not just get to refer when it's outside yes. of your expertise. And yes. I think that's so important for entrepreneurs to realize if yeah. you are, I mean, you're, you're acting as a general practitioner, then you're not going to ever be able to master one thing. It's yeah. like a cardiologist is not a general practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, you can know a lot about a little, or you can know a lot about one thing or a little about right. a lot, but yeah, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say, but yeah, I, um, yeah. I think that some people, they just try to mm-hmm. dip their hands in too many things, which, you know, that's totally fine if that's your thing, but do you ever really get good at one thing? Well, and, and I think that's your, um, that just shows that you really do have, uh, something with what it is that you're doing, because I think yeah, what happens is we try to be more of a general practitioner when we need the business, when mm-hmm. we become a yes man, because we can't be choosy with who we're working with because we need the money. And once you have established yourself, your specialty, you can be choosier with who you're working with and what you're, what you're dealing with essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the benefits of massage therapy. Yeah. Um, do you have like anything specific that you want to know or just what are some things that maybe people don't know in particular that you would get a benefit from with massage therapy? Yeah. So, you know, every week I'm probably turning away between 10 and 15 people. Um, like core wellness is just myself, myself as of right now. Like I would love to bring on another practitioner, Mm -hmm. but I think what I gather from those people that I turn away every week is they are hurt and need immediate care. Well, the problem I like drop in style. Yes. Uh Which is fine. But when you're in Grand Island, Nebraska, or just somewhere a little bit smaller, like you're not going to get it anywhere that day, unfortunately. Right. And I think a lot of people don't understand that you can do massage therapy, like just as maintenance work. And that's what I always recommend. Like, you know, don't come in when you're hurting because it's almost proactive, be proactive. Mm -hmm. Correct. And I think that's kind of like a misconception as people are just like, well, I'm just going to go because it's relaxing and it feels good. Well, that's true. But I think you also need to take control of your health and yeah, keep with it and not just make it a once every year type deal. So I think that's kind of a misconception that people gather. 
Yes. And I absolutely love that. And and honestly, that's reflective on what we do with Fit CFO because you know, you're when you go to your CPA for your finances, they are reactive to your situation. Whereas what we're looking at is the education behind it. So you're proactive. Mm-hmm. So you're not slapped with some crazy tax bill that you were unaware right. of. Yep. So I love that. It's so mirrored in health and wellness as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, can you tell me like some of your client success stories, maybe some like people that have come to you before and then how you have helped them overcome? Yeah. Um, so I see a lot of people like usually it's back related. Um, but a lot of people don't really realize that just because your low back hurts, I'm going to look at the whole body here. So right. we're going to take a look at your feet. We're going to take a look at the back of your legs, you know, the front of your legs, the holistic approach. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to kind of look at everything. So it's kind of cool to get someone that's like, I have the spot in my low back and we take a look at the whole body and be like, well, no, it's actually coming from your hamstring and it's referring up. And then you go kind of go geek out and like explain like, well, this muscle's here and this muscle's there and explain why as to that. So it's kind of cool to see a client's mind switch a little bit over time because like I said, more open-minded. Yes. I Mm -hmm. see clients regularly. So we might do that here for a few months in a row and then they'll come in and be like, Hey, that spot's bothering me again. I think you need to like dig into my hamstring or whatever. So they kind of start understanding that just because you have pain in one area, that's probably not where it's stemming from. Yep. So it's cool to see them change their mindset. I would say. I love that. And honestly, like I am, I firsthand experienced that with, so I have bursitis and okay, yep. me, it stems from my IT band from when I wear tight pants while I'm running. So oh, yeah. I have learned that it's such a simple fix. It's a wearing looser pants while I'm doing, mm-hmm. uh, like um, steady state or the same type of movement over and over and over again, repetitive yeah. motion. Um, and then also foam rolling has saved my life, right. but I had to go to physical therapy to take care of it. It was like debilitating. I couldn't, I had to sleep with a pillow between my legs. It Ugh. was so bad. And yeah, and it really was from the glutes all the way down to my knee. That entire band mm-hmm. was so tight that it was causing my hip to be almost paralyzed. And so I'm thinking, I just need it right here on my hip. It's, you know, that's where it is, but but no, it's like the whole thing. So, and then for a medical professional, just saying, I think you need to wear looser pants. I'm like, are you crazy? It's yeah, but it it was, it was tight pants. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is simple fixes like that. Yeah, I know it is nuts. So how often do you think that people should, um, be seeing a massage therapist? Yeah, it really kind of depends. I have a few clients that I see them every week. Um, you know, they're either retired or they can do that. Um, but every four weeks, in my opinion, is a really good rule of thumb, as long as there's not any underlying issues going on. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes you do have to put those sessions closer together and to end up getting results. And then, yeah, you can absolutely push those, push those sessions out. But I think you really need to have the mindset of if you want to improve, one, you're going to have to see your massage therapist in office, but then what are you doing at home to get oh, better? Sure. And I think that's one thing that people expect you to just, you know, come in for the one session and you're going to be magically healed. Yeah. Well, unfortunately I wish I was a magician, but sometimes like yeah. that's not the case. And, you know, we try to, I try to give my clients tools that they can use at home to get by, you know, cause there's some people that they can only come in every four weeks. That's right. respectable. That's fine. 
But here, these are some tools that you're going to have to use at home in order to get by every four weeks. So that's amazing that you do that. I've never been to a massage therapist that, um, gives basically homework. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, if I'm not continually foam rolling that pain, that bursitis will creep back up there again. And so I, yeah, I do it. I'm a huge advocate for foam rolling every single day. I mean, specifically mm-hmm. for individuals who are training really hard and doing a lot of training specifically, you really have to be taking care of those muscles. So I love that you give people yeah. homework. That's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> so I saw that you did recently a couple's outdoor day. Like you collaborated yeah. with another therapist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wish I would have known about this one. I totally would have gotten in. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Um, my parents Probably have a beautiful sold out backyard. Fast, I would guess. It did. Yeah. Um, Britt and Todd was who I collaborated with and she's okay. in my office here with me. Um, and we were just like, I've, I've ran the single sessions by myself back then. I was like, you know, let's, let's try couples. Let's see how that goes. And yeah, it was so fun. And honestly, that's not like, where were you my at? Thing. Where did you do it? At? My, my parents' backyard here. In I, was Grand say, I saw a pool. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So we, I set up their gazebo. So it's nice and enclosed and kind of like a little room I and it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a nice change of pace. And honestly, I kind of joke because I've done this a couple of years in a row now. Okay. But I'm like, I need to put it on my calendar that a couple of days throughout the summer, my office is just going to be outside. And yeah. that's what we're going to roll with because oh, I, I love mean, that idea. Yeah. Cause I mean, my room here is, you know, it's, it's a decent size, but there's not windows or anything like that. Not only, so yeah. I'm, you can do a lot more with nature in the picture. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. That is so cool. I'm going to have to get in on that next time. Totally. You know, I'll have to keep yes. my eyes open. <laughs> so you also do fascia blasting. I noticed. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot about that. Can you talk about that a little bit and what some of the benefits are? Yeah, totally. So fascia is that connective tissue that lines everywhere in your body. Yeah. And a lot, like a lot of people don't realize that sometimes when you're fascia, it's kind of like a spider web essentially. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have a spread out spider web. Well, then when it gets tighter and tighter, it just kind of squeezes up. So your muscles and everything else start being pulled other directions. Okay. So with fascia blasting, I don't do a lot of it anymore just because with the fasciashi barefoot massage, we're tapping into that You're connective doing tissue. That anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the fascia blaster, it's like a little tool and it has some claws on it. And you basically just kind of go after that tissue and scrub it just Is to it try painful? and get that to release. Um, it can be to an extent. My, I never try to throw like a client in pain by any means, just because that kind of defeats the purpose. Um, <laughs> be relaxing but, and they're cringing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which like that doesn't do anything for anyone. Yeah. So no, it can be, it can definitely be uncomfortable. I would say just okay. because if that fascia is bound together, it's right. stuck it's... and it needs to break up. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I have a select few of clients that we still go ahead and do that. It's a great, in my opinion, a self-care tool at home because you okay. can, you can do it at home. Um, but really those, little, my, those guns that you see that people have, no, or is that's that a massage. That's like a massage gun, like a hypervolt or a gun or whatever, but it's, mm-hmm. it literally looks like, well, I wonder if I have it here. No, it's in my laundry room. It's a, <laughs> it looks like a little octopus essentially, Okay, but there's like little octopuses all around it on this like pole essentially. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you just kind of like scrub out. <laughs> Got it. So yeah, that's it, so neat. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. A lot of my clients that are pretty active, which I have a lot of adult athletes, they, Mm -hmm. they do do that for maintenance at home. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, 
most of those people we've converted over to barefoot. So we don't have to necessarily pull out that tool anymore. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I know I need to get into some of that stuff a little bit more. I think my body would yeah. pay me back for it. Right. So clearly uh, massage therapy has a lot of benefits and everybody needs it, but who takes care of you? Yeah. So I am not one of those people that like just say, you need to do this. I definitely practice what I preach. Britain works on me here. So that is phenomenal. She was, she was just training barefoot here in May. So she's kind of chipping away at that, but I'm so excited for that because like, Oh darn, she has to train and practice on you. (laughs) Right. I know. So that's that I'm really excited for that. Um, and I think her clients are excited for that, but no, I, I see a chiropractor. I get massages. I see Eva Dawson here. She's an occupational therapist for some visceral work. So yeah, I, I definitely practice what I preach and I'm not just one of those people that, I mean, honestly, I, I had neck surgery last October and that was a huge, I mean, wrench thrown in my plan here. Mm, And it really, um, you know, I'm in my twenties still. So it just kind of like threw me like, Oh crap. Like, yeah, (laughs) what's this about? And you know, this is obviously maybe going to be a lifelong issue. So it really just reiterated like one body for the rest of your life. Take care of yourself and don't lift like an idiot. And (laughs) you know, get it together because I'm, I'm active. I, I work out at home and mm-hmm. I lift weights. So I think that all just kind of ties in together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I see that you also do cupping and I yeah. am personally a huge fan, but tell our listeners why someone would need cupping and, and what the, I guess, when would you recommend that versus just a typical massage? Yeah. So I, for me, I incorporate cupping into my regular massages if it's needed. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times when I bring it in, basically a cup is when you put it on the tissue and it brings that tissue up into the cup. So it's kind of like an inverted massage essentially. Got it. Um, So So it allows more blood blood flow. Blood. Mm -hmm. Yep. Correct. Um, And sometimes it just gets that muscle to relax underneath a little bit better. So I'll throw those cups on or I'll put them on and then kind of drag them across the body just to bring that tissue up and disconnect it from the muscle. And I know that sounds probably really nasty, but (laughs) just to bring some of that, you know, disconnect from there, just so I can get into those muscles a little bit better. And it seems what I found is the body relaxes a little bit better. If you probably recover faster too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another great thing that you can use at home. But with that, I'm always like, I, I have cups here that my clients will purchase and take home. I try to give them education behind it because it is one of those deals. You can't hurt yourself. Like it can be too much of a good thing. Sure. So, and there's of course, you know, if you have blood clots or history of blood clots, things like that, like you obviously don't want to touch it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm big about education, like trying to empower the client and, yep. you know, you seem like, like you that. are just from your posts. And if you guys don't already follow core wellness GI, you need to go follow her because she does post a lot of really cool stuff. Um, did I get that right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. She does post a lot of, um, educational material on her Instagram page. And, um, I just think it's so important. I'm all, I'm big on education. I feel that, um, you know, we can't expect, other people to be able to do better if we're not educating them with the why I'm the type of person, like if I don't know the why behind it, then it must not be that beneficial. You know what I mean? Right. If, if yeah. you can't explain to me why I would be doing something or what the benefit is or the reason I shouldn't be doing something, then how am I going to know to do it or not? Yeah. Well, one thing I've kind of found, I, I kind of had like a heart to heart with myself a few weeks back because of some of these stretching videos and stuff. I was like, this is basic stuff. Why am I 
why am I doing this? And then I had to kind of like humble myself a little bit and be like, okay, no, you're doing this because just because it's easy for you, Mm -hmm. it might not be easy for someone else. And someone's brain might not think that way to stretch, you know, upper trap their neck, whatever. And you can put that material out and maybe get someone that's not going to think that way to think that way and help them that way. So I think, you know, like you said, with the financial stuff that my brain doesn't think that way. And I think think it's important for us to realize as professionals, we follow people that we want to mirror or people Mm -hmm. that help us one up ourselves. And those are what we are surrounding ourselves with. And so oftentimes we think that that's also who we're talking to and that's not who we're talking to. So Mm -hmm. me, for example, people that follow my personal page are probably, some of them are maybe afraid to go into the gym. And so if I was afraid to, uh, show myself to the people who are professional bodybuilders or, you know, oh my gosh, those people are going to think I'm dumb or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, super light lifter. I should not be putting this out there. I'm afraid, you know, I'm going to get made fun of because I'm not as high level as these people then I wouldn't be helping anybody over here who is maybe just afraid to step foot into the gym. Yep, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I want to talk about business a little bit. What are some things as an entrepreneur that has changed your business because you had to learn it doing air quotes here the hard way? Yeah. Um, so I've messed up a lot. <laughs> um, Weird, an entrepreneur that has messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll own it. And, you know, I'll, I'll kind of just this morning, I'll give you an example that, well, last week, actually, I had a photographer come in here to take some pictures and mm-hmm. I kind of roll in and I'm chaotic. And she's, she's just like, gosh, it's nice to see another entrepreneur that just kind of like is chaotic and all over the place. And I was like, you know, I have my days. <laughs> And, you know, this Some days morning are better than others. Of, yeah. So, and I think one thing that I've really learned is, and I'm teaching myself again here today because I had, I forgot a bunch of stuff at home, but be prepared and have your stuff yeah. ready the night before, have it in your car, whatever. Um, you just be prepared. But you don't because, know that unless you've gone no. through an experience that warrants you yes. to do it. So that yes. again is so, a learning experience. Yeah. And I think just being prepared, I think um, having the right people in your corner, uh, for sure. And be able to read people, um, because you might want to do some collabs with people Mm -hmm. that maybe just, they put out, you know, stuff that's good. They, you think that you align with them, Mm -hmm. but then you really start to get to know them and they're not, and they're shady. And that's going to put a bad name on your business to collab with someone kind of known like that. Um, trust your gut. Yeah. I would say is like a huge one that yeah. if you're having doubts, make sure might be for a reason. Mm-hmm. there might be a reason behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm really big on intuition as well. Yeah. Um, where do you see yourself in business over the next five years? What are some of your goals? If you don't mind sharing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd really like to bring on one or two, another th- more therapists, um, specifically ones that want to get trained in barefoot. Um, I'm trained in Colorado Springs and there's actually where I got trained. There's several campuses across the United States. I would really like to find more therapists that align kind of with that mission. Um, and then also help them grow to potentially, you know, if they have a goal someday of opening up their own practice, give them enough tools that empowers them to be able to kind of take that first step. Um, 
you know, I living in Hastings and stuff, I've kind of thought, you know, it'd be kind of fun to have an office space in Hastings too. That's definitely crossed my mind. Um, but yeah, those are kind of just, I love it. You've got a lot of ambition, sister. I love that. Yeah. There's well, and I have this little t-shirt business on the side. So there's just, there's a lot of things going up here Uh and it's just a matter of putting those pieces together and making it happen. I love that. So bringing on, you know, obviously expanding your practice, totally uh, building up another coach, becoming possibly a mentor Mm -hmm. and then maybe a second location. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. So we'll Pretty see cool things yeah. we can expect from you in, in the next five years. Right. What are some of your favorite resources um, as an entrepreneur in particular? Yeah, I love podcasts. Um, I, with my little drive every morning, I, I listen to a podcast usually. Yeah. Um, I also really like connecting with different women entrepreneurs in the area. Um, I think I have a group that I, I just really, I vibe well with and we just yeah. kind of throw ideas off of each other and I love that. it's nice to have that, but then it's also nice to kind of have those friendships, I think, to be able when stuff gets hard, they can relate. Yeah. And I'm really more like the community or like community minded and, you know, you're not my competition and well, that's how I you just, expand just your network in general. I think a lot of times yeah. we misconceive the idea that I'm going to this networking event to gain clients. And that's really yeah. not what you're going there for. You're going to gain relationships yeah. so that you can you know, build your networking community. And that right. in return over time is going to snowball and help you to gain yeah. um, for people to know, like, and trust you so that mm-hmm. that way you can gain clients. Yeah. And I think social media is a big tool for myself. Um, it's kind of an enemy. Yeah. That's how I found because, you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I think it's kind of one of those deals that I, I follow a lot of people that I align well with and yeah. I like what they're doing in their practice. They might not be necessarily in Nebraska. They could be elsewhere, yep. but just finding kind of ideas that way and kind of like going off of what they've done, what's worked, what doesn't work and just yeah. trying to pick up pieces like that too. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to add that maybe I forgot to ask or we didn't touch on? I don't think so. I think that might be everything really. Okay. Awesome. So, so good. (laughs) Our listeners, just if you're curious to follow Haley and um, her business with core wellness, you can follow her on Instagram. I'm going to link her information in the show notes. Um, so I know that you said that you are, um, not currently taking on new clients, but is the other, uh, practitioner in your, um, in your clinic, are they taking on clients or what does that look like for you? Yeah. So I, I always say, you know, just because I'm not taking on a new client, that doesn't mean, you know, obviously this isn't the case and I hope it doesn't become the case that, you know, half my clients fall off my schedule tomorrow and then I have nobody. Um, so I always say, still call me, still text me. Um, I have a cancellation list that goes on. Sure. Yeah. And you know, even if I don't have a cancellation, I'll give them the contact for a couple other massage therapists in the area so they can hopefully receive the body work that they're looking for. Very good. So yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I will link her information in the show notes and Haley, I appreciate you being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications so you don't miss a beat. We'd love it if you share this podcast, your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, keep each step attainable. Thank you.